Happy Thanksgiving, Bucks Nation. We're having a special episode today. We're talking football games, of course. We're talking Thanksgiving traditions, and we're ranking the top three Thanksgiving moments in NFL history, according to me. All on this episode of Locked On Bucks Podcast. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bucks Nation? Welcome to this Thanksgiving edition of the Locked On Bucks Podcast. And thank you for making us your first listen or view every single day. I'm David Harrison on Twitter at dharrison82, writer over at Bucks Nation, part of SBNation.com on Twitter at Bucks underscore Nation. My co-host, James Yarko, not here for this episode, but we will be back to wrap up the week tomorrow as we dive into the matchup this weekend between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Indianapolis Colts. We are brought to you today by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is a first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchups. Winner take all. Sign up free right now at sethero.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. Thank you to Stat Hero for being a sponsor of today's episode. Guys, we're going to get into some Thanksgiving specials. I'm going to rank my top three NFL moments in Thanksgiving history or NF Thanksgiving moments in NFL history, however you want to word that. And we're going to talk about the three games happening on Thursday as you sit down, hopefully around friends, family, or whatever environment you want to be into, hopefully enjoying some delicious food and hopefully at least a day off. But first, we got one more Bucks fan that wanted to call in and give their reaction and their take to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers week 11 win over the New York Giants. And you know we got to let Matt from Morvin, Georgia have his airtime. Fire the cannons, boys. Matt from Morvin, Georgia here. Didn't stay up to finish the Blaine Gabbert crap show there at the end. I figured we we were pretty. I was pretty safe to go on ahead and go to bed because I knew I had to get up early to go to work. <laughs> watching Tom Brady's face while Blaine was out there kind of reminded me of a dad watching his idiot son drive the family vehicle and scrape a mailbox and jump a curb. But uh, man, I tell you what, what a difference having. Showtime Sean back out there made. In a way, that might have really helped out Mike Edwards because he got a lot more playing time and having Sean back out there seemed to really elevate his game. So that that seemed to be a, a good side effect from the injuries that we've had. But, uh, man, I'm ready to have Carlton Davis back out there and get this thing going again. It felt good not to be cringing when the defense went back out. Fire them cannons, boys. Go All right, Matt, it's never too late to celebrate a win. Sorry we didn't get your call on the air a little bit sooner, but better late than never. Appreciate the energy as always. And, of course, yeah, we're, we're celebrating the win, right? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeating the New York Giants, advancing the 7-3 on the season. Of course, now we've we've looked forward to the Indianapolis Colts. Again, we're going to wrap up our preview of the Buccaneers versus the Colts tomorrow when James and I are back again this week here. But we're celebrating the holiday, right? So we want to celebrate a win. We're going to celebrate the holiday. And I'm going to start off with the first moment in my top three countdown of NFL moments in Thanksgiving football history. And my number three moment, guys, is going to be Mike Allstott's one-yard touchdown run against the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day in 2006. At that moment, guys, I had been back from Afghanistan for, oh, about nine months or so, well, eight or nine months or so. My son was literally one month and three days away from being born. So you do the math there. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers went on to lose their only appearance ever on Thanksgiving, 38 to 10 
to the Dallas Cowboys. We can laugh about it now, right? But you know what? They scored first. It was Mike Allstott doing the honors in that game, giving the Bucs their first and only lead in Thanksgiving NFL history. So that's my number three moment in Thanksgiving NFL history. Mike Allstott's one-yard touchdown running against the Dallas Cowboys in 2006. So I've got two more moments coming up for you, one to lead off segment two and one to lead off segment three. But before we jump into that stuff, guys, we do need to get caught up on some current events, some current news, and some current information as the Buccaneers do get set to travel to Indianapolis to face off against Carson Wentz, Jonathan Taylor, and the Indianapolis Jonathan Taylors, as uh, Tyler from Boston would put it. We've got kind of an injury report, right? Really more of a walkthrough than 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 a practice happening on Wednesday for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but they put out an injury report here. Wide receiver Antonio Brown with that ankle injury did not participate in that practice. Joining him on the DNP list is wide receiver Mike Evans. Uh, Coach Arian said that he had some back tightness that he was dealing with. Guard Ali Marpet dealing with that abdomen injury. And inside linebacker Devin White, who had a quad injury that he actually suffered near the end of the New York Giants win or the win over the New York Giants on Monday Night Football. So some questions kind of coming up about whether or not Devin White should have been playing uh, as late as he was. Of course, those things are always going to pop up. But it's not. Uh, Greg Allman of The Athletic actually pointed out on Twitter, it's really not all that uncommon, even in large wins, multi-score wins, for teams to keep some of their starters on the field just because that's kind of the way that things are done. Hindsight being 2020, obviously you you wish you would have pulled Devin White off the field. If he can't go, then Kevin Minter will, uh, will fill in in his place. Kevin Minter has proven himself to be a more than capable veteran player, but still a couple of days before we really have to worry about that. Limited participants include safety Mike Edwards, Wide receiver Chris Godwin with that same foot injury that he's been dealing with and playing through. And defensive lineman Vita Vea, who Vita Vea I think is probably one of the more exciting uh, pieces of information here. Bruce Aaron said he was really close to being able to play in that Monday night football game against New York Giants. I wonder if a little bit of gamesmanship, a little bit of, eh, we may not need you for this one, Vita. Let's sit you out. Let's get you rested. Let's make sure you heal up as much as possible to go out there and face uh, Quentin Nelson and the Indianapolis Colts. Full participants, but listed on the report for the Buccaneers. Tight end Rob Gronkowski, defensive lineman Rakeem Nunez-Rochez, and outside linebacker Jason Pierre-Paul. Speaking of the Indianapolis Colts, and speaking of guard Quentin Nelson, Nelson dealing with an ankle injury right now, did not participate in practice on Wednesday. Cornerback TJ Carey, wide receiver T.Y. Hilton, and linebacker Darius Leonard, all listed on the injury report as limited participants. Uh, Right now, I think, obviously, the Buccaneers, if you're smart, you're planning on all of those guys to suit up against you in week 12 of the 2021 NFL season, which gets started on Thursday. Today, as you're listening to this episode, guaranteed today, maybe depending on if you stayed up late enough or you got the notification and watched this episode as it dropped Wednesday night or not. Either way, on Thursday, week 12 of the 2021 NFL season, getting underway with three games. I'm going to preview those three games, talk about some of the main storylines to watch out for, and of course, talk about the impact, if any, that some of them, really only one of them has on your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to do that. Thanks to our friends over at Stat Hero because no one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better, but traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition. Tell me about it because you never know who or what you're up against and you never know when your starting running back is going to get hurt. Am I right? If you know, you know. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchups winner take all. And here's the crazy part. Stat Hero is going to show you their lineup before you play and you handpick the team you want to face 
one-on-one. This is never before seen innovation of a fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid that has stat hero players clocking odds that are more than four times better than traditional sites. Why? Because you don't have to compete against thousands of experts or unknowns. Stat hero puts you in control of your fate with stat hero. You are in control of the stakes. You decide how much you're going to play for and stat hero has no choice, but to take it because they're daring you to beat them. Stat heroes head to head daily fantasy should be one on one sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on using the promo code locked on for a 100% match stathero.com slash locked on promo code locked on terms and conditions do apply. Second two here at the locked on bucks podcast, David Harrison on Twitter at D Harrison, to my co-host James Jarko. At JRC underscore Bucks, a show at Locked On Bucks. Thanksgiving moment number two, the botched coin flip in overtime. Jerome Bettis calls tails for the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Detroit Lions in an overtime game. But referee Phil Luckett states that Bettis calls heads as he flips the coin. Bettis, of course, protests. The Steelers protest. The coin lands on tails and the ball goes to the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions kicker Jason Hansen kicks a game-winning field goal on that possession and back then overtime was sudden death from start to finish it didn't matter what happened didn't matter who scored first or how so that field goal won the game for the Detroit Lions Jerome Bettis and his Pittsburgh Steelers offense never saw the field again in that game or had a chance to win that game because of it even though it appears it sounds like Bettis called the coin flip properly and the officiating messed it up so who doesn't like a good officials messing up a game story especially on thanksgiving to get the uh, the appetite going a little anger about the officiating gets the gets the appetite going and talking about thanksgiving storylines the detroit lions of course a staple of thanksgiving football hosting the chicago bears on thursday at 12 30 p.m eastern time and looking at these two teams i mean we can't call this the sexiest game or the sexiest matchup of, of the week of the day even a thursday out of three games uh no justin fields for the chicago bears no khalil mack for the chicago bears uh, on top of being on top of that, on top of losing those two players, one of the worst teams right now in yards and points per game. And unfortunately, the one member of the Chicago Bears that a lot of people probably wouldn't want to see out there on Thursday, head coach Matt Nagy is going to be out there on Thursday. And, and at least from current reports, will be out there for the entire rest of the season as he met with Chicago Bears ownership. And they basically have said uh, that he will be the head coach of the team, at least through the rest of this season. We'll see what happens after the season. I have my predictions. You guys probably know what that prediction would be. On the other side of this matchup, Detroit Lions, the Jared Goff-led Detroit Lions after trading Matthew Stafford to the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, the team's actually been looking a little bit better, right? They tied the Pittsburgh Steelers, so technically they broke their losing streak, but they still haven't had a win in the Dan Campbell era. I don't feel like the Jared Goff era for the Detroit Lions is probably going to last very long, not beyond this season. Um but there's, there's something a little bit to be said for this winless team, right? Look, new head coach, new coaching staff, new quarterback. Uh, their defense really wasn't all that great to begin with. They lost their top two wide receivers during the offseason. So, I mean, a lot of things happening in Detroit to kind of understand and explain why this Detroit Lion team is in such turmoil. But they have actually been looking better to give them a little bit of credit. I'm not, you know, don't don't make too much out of them. I'm saying they're looking better. They're still a winless team, right? Saying you are what your record uh, says you are. But this game... Could be it, especially with Andy Dalton playing. You know, uh, my co-host James 
Uh, he 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 likes to say that Andy Dalton would be the better quarterback than Justin Fields. Anyway, there are some moments this season that you could point to, to to say that that would be accurate. But I think overall, what Justin Fields brings to the field is a little bit more dynamic and versatile than what Andy Dalton does. Eh, you can argue it either way. But the Detroit Lions have been looking better, and they're looking to come in, take advantage of the Chicago Bears team. Chicago's on the road. It's in Detroit. You know Detroit fans are going to want to see their team win on Thanksgiving. Looking to give Dan Campbell more than ankles to bite, looking to get him some winner-winner turkey dinner with his first career win as an NFL head coach. I've got the Bears right now. I still have the Bears right now. Darnell Mooney, Allen Robinson, David Montgomery, even with Andy Dalton. And they may actually have to go without Allen Robinson due to a hamstring injury. He's doubtful, so you know chances are better that he's not going to play than he is, and Marquise Goodwin is also out there. Jared Goff banged up for the Detroit Lions. I mean, this like as you go through the injury report, this already unsexy matchup just becomes even more unsexy. But hey, if you're in a big family event for Thanksgiving, it's actually beneficial to you because if you're not paying attention to the game, you're probably not going to miss what much, right? So uh, right now I've got the Bears. I may tinker. I've got. I kind of have this gut feeling that this is going to be the Detroit Lions' first win. Dan Campbell's first win as an NFL head coach. We'll see how much that that gut feeling grows between now and then. But right now I've got the Bears as I record on Wednesday night. We'll see. Might flip over to the Detroit Lions. It's a, it's a toss-up, honestly. The next game on Thanksgiving, 4.30 p.m. Eastern time, Las Vegas Raiders, almost at Oakland. Las Vegas Raiders visiting the Dallas Cowboys. And Las Vegas Raiders, uh, I don't know how much they have to be thankful for. Started the year with John Gruden as their head coach. Started the year with Henry Ruggs III as one of their primary playmakers and actually started the year 3-0. and Ever since then, uh, they've lost Gruden. They've lost Ruggs. And uh, five of their last seven games, they've also lost those, including three in a row right now to the Giants, Chiefs, and Bengals, respectively, in the last three weeks. Uh, it's starting to look like Derek Carr honestly may never play in the NFL postseason, which really is too bad when you think about it. But on the other side of this matchup for Dallas, uh, they're up three games in the NFC East divisional race right now. But after losing to the Chiefs, uh, failing to put up even 10 points in, in that loss, confidence is, is really not at its highest point right now, especially with the Washington football team looking like a much better team since they came out of their week nine bye. No Amari Cooper for this matchup. No Randy Gregory. No Demarcus Lawrence already. And they may even be without wide receiver C.D. Lamb with that concussion if he can't clear uh, concussion protocol in time to play. This is another tough matchup. You've got two teams that are kind of banged up or, or missing key pieces for one reason or another. Uh, if there's no C.D. Lamb, I think I'm going Raiders on this one. If Lamb plays, then I might switch that over to the Dallas Cowboys. But honestly, I'm probably still going to go with the Las Vegas Raiders getting more of a gut instinct move uh, than anything else. I just, I don't, I don't like that Dallas Cowboys offense without uh, CD lamb, without uh, Mari Cooper, especially. So right now, probably leaning Raiders again, it's one of those things that uh, when you see my picks published over the weekend, you might be a little bit surprised if they, if they change a little bit, but that's the first two games of the day on Thanksgiving on Thursday for you to check out. We got one more game to preview and one more, top moment in NFL Thanksgiving history. And we're going to do that all leading up to Black Friday. And at Built Bar or at Built.com, our friends at Built Bar are going all out to make Black Friday weekend the most delicious Black Friday that ever was in the history of Black Fridays. Guys, new limited time flavors, new types of bars, an all-new bar dropping on Black Friday and a winter wonderland of a deal. Do you want high-end deliciousness at a discount? I mean, who who wouldn't? All through Black Friday weekend, get at least 20% off anything and everything at built.com with a promo code locked20. That's locked20 this weekend, guys, for 20% off anything and everything at built.com. 
Com. There's a new flavor coming out this weekend. Ruby chocolate puffs, marshmallowy goodness covered in unique chocolate, ruby chocolate. That's interesting. This has never been done with a built bar before. There's dark chocolate, there's white chocolate, and now there's ruby chocolate joining the built bar club. Ruby chocolate has a beautiful rose color, which is perfect for the holidays. It's an actual type of chocolate that has a berry taste to it. It's unique and it's very delicious. Another new flavor, lemon dipped cheesecake puffs. Take my money now. If you love lemon cheesecake, yes, I do. You'll love lemon dipped cheesecake puffs. The tangy taste of lemon, sweet cheesecake, and a marshmallowy puff all covered in chocolate. It's lemon cheesecake sized taste, but without the cheesecake sized calories, even better. New built bar, the Crave Bar. A built Black Friday weekend isn't complete without the word free. So you buy any box of built bars through Sunday and you get two of the brand new candy bars built crave for free built has finally done it. They've come up with a candy bar that is a great alternative to the bar that claims to satisfy do the math on that one. It's caramel flavored chocolate loaded with peanuts, giving it that nutty chocolatey. mm, Oh, so good. Sweet candy bar taste. Crave has only 160 calories with 17 grams of protein. Show me a candy bar that can boast those same stats. No need to fight angry crowds. No camping out for hours. Your best Black Friday deals are at Built.com. Tis the season to save and to give your taste buds the gift of Built Bar. 20% off Built Bars and two free Crave Bars all at Built.com. Plus, you can get 60% off Built Broth and Built Boost and 40% off of built swag. Just enter the promo code locked 20 at built.com. Again, locked 20 this weekend, guys, at built.com. Thanksgiving means food, it means family, it means friends, and of course, it means football. And nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting and a New Orleans Saints loss. More on that in just a minute. Bet Online has you covered all holiday season, more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all your sports action this Thanksgiving. Head over to the new updated desktop or mobile website. Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with the promo code locked on. And it's not just about football, guys. BetOnline.ag has pro and college hoops, hockey, boxing, UFC, and your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the offers available for 2021. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, we're stuffed with deals this Thanksgiving. Segment three here on a Thanksgiving edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. David Harrison on Twitter at dharrison82. Coming at you solo on this episode, James Yarko, my co-host, can be found on Twitter at jyarko underscore bucks. The show at Locked On Bucks. Both of us are writers for bucksnation.com. Find that on Twitter at bucks underscore nation. The number one Thanksgiving moment in NFL Thanksgiving history. The butt fumble. I mean, it's got to be the butt fumble, right? Mark Sanchez. The butt fumble getting demolished on Thanksgiving. No more needs to be said. It's the butt fumble. Congratulations, Mark Sanchez. Always going to be a part of NFL history, no matter what. Moving on. Bills versus Saints, your final football matchup of the day for Thanksgiving. 8.20 p.m. primetime football, right? The Buccaneers currently hold a two-game lead over the New Orleans Saints in the NFC South Division. And they face tough matchups themselves, guys, on the road against the Indianapolis Colts. The Indianapolis Jonathan Taylors, as Tyler from Boston put it. Uh, James, again, and I will be back tomorrow to give our final preview and our predictions for that game. So make sure you come back and join us for that as well as we enter into the weekend. Uh, As much as the Bucs need to win this weekend, guys, you would love them to win. We know it's going to be a tough matchup. So you know what? A little safety net with the Saints losing wouldn't hurt a bit. If you told me at the beginning of the season that Taysom Hill would be starting for the Saints because Jameis Winston was lost for the year, 
and that Alvin Kamara, Ryan Ramchek, Marcus Davenport, and Michael Thomas would not be playing in this game against the Buffalo Bills, I would have 1,000% taken the Buffalo Bills. Right now, though, the Bills don't look all that great themselves. Josh Allen is looking more like the quarterback that had a lot of people questioning whether or not Buffalo made a good decision to draft him in the first place. Then he looks like the guy that a lot of people were wondering might have an MVP caliber season in 2021. I think that ship has sailed. Even though there's time for him to write his play, I don't think MVP season is going to be in the cards. So given everything, I'm only, I'm still taking the Buffalo Bills, guys, but I'm only doing it with 90% certainty, which is so pretty good, right? And if that comes back to bite me, of course, this episode and all the receipts of me saying that will self-destruct. Last thing, since James isn't here, I'm going to do my top three Thanksgiving foods, not named turkey. We're taking turkey off the board, and James is going to drive. I'm, I'm going to drive James crazy here with this trained chef, James Yarko. Number three on my list, guys, is going to be sweet potatoes. Any any form, honestly. I like like mash. You have it like a baked sweet potato. You have it in a casserole, whatever it is. Sweet potato. If any form in a pie, sweet potato. Number three, and really, it, it's definitely one of like like all of these are kind of like tied for my number ones, right? But sweet potato, I'm going to put it number three. Two, it's going to be stuffing. I think that's the second best part of Thanksgiving and no Thanksgiving leftover sandwich is complete without stuffing smashed in there in between the bread and with the turkey. And yes, James, stovetop stuffing. That's what I'm going with, stovetop stuffing. Number one, pumpkin pie, no matter what some people may think out there in the Twitterverse. Guys, that's going to wrap up our Thanksgiving edition here of the Locked on Bucks podcast. David Harrison, your host for going solo on Twitter at dharrison82. My co-host James Yarko at jyarko underscore bucks. The show at Locked on Bucks. Thank you again, Bucks Nation, for making this episode your first listen or first view of the day. Now make your second listen to Locked on Bets podcast with your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. If you've got questions or takes about the Bucks versus the Indianapolis, versus the Indianapolis Colts, if you want to share your score prediction, you want to share your bold prediction, your player of the game, send it over to Locked on Bucks podcast at gmail.com. Call it in to 813-444-5841 or leave it in the YouTube comment section and we will do our best to get to all of those on our episode tomorrow and over the rest of the weekend. Thank you again. Please have a happy and a safe Thanksgiving holiday if you're out about it. Please be safe. Be kind to one another. And thank you for joining me right here at Locked On Bucks.